and welcome to Masterpiece Audio Theatre. I am your host, Sir Hector Stewart, and in the booth with me yet again for the third episode in the Dog Days of Advent are Tom Later, Jeffrey Ventura, Menchek Majenovic, Bob McGruff, and Jay Langjans. Say hello, gentlemen. Howdy, y'all. Reporting for duty, Sir Hector. I am pleased to be here for this episode. Here, for what it's worth. We are also pleased to have Pierre the Shrimp back with us again. How was the hospital, Pierre? Bon, Sir Hector, uh, the food was excrable. Uh, but some of the nurses oh, are so pretty, are so, shall we say, accommodating. <laughs> hey, Pierre, you track women like fleas on a hound dog. Are you trying to say that I am small like a flea? Heck no, Pierre, scat's on her. Ah, damn the merci. Also returning from therapy, on a trial basis, is our old friend Smee. Oh my, the great Sir Hector actually called me his friend. Smee, you agreed to restrain yourself. I know how to restrain him. Ahem, of course, Sir Hector. I am in control, and I'm happy to be back. Excellent. And finally, we have my brother, Horonimo. You always leave me to the end. <laughs> I'm sure it ain't on purpose, Horonimo. Of course it is. Horonimo, the only reason you are here is because Mummy refused to fund my trip to Canada, unless I included you. Now, pipe down and let us proceed with the podcast. Well, I am Mummy's favorite after all. Ha ha ha. Huh, right. Hmm. Anyway, the audiobook we are reviewing today is called Interface, written by Neil Stevenson and J. Frederick George, and narrated by Oliver Wyman. It is produced by Audible.com and is 25 hours and 15 minutes in length. Jeffrey, would you be so kind as to read the listeners the book jacket? For sure, Sir Hector. From his triumphant debut with Snow Crash to the stunning success of his latest novel, Quicksilver, Neil Stevenson has quickly become the voice of a generation. In this now-classic thriller, he and fellow author J. Frederick George tell a shocking tale with an all-too-plausible premise. There is no way William A. Cazano can lose the upcoming presidential election. He's a likable Midwestern governor with one insidious advantage, an advantage provided by a shadowy group of backers. A biochip implanted in his head hardwires him to a computerized polling system. The mood of the electorate is challenged directly into his brain. Forget issues, forget policy. Kazano is more than the perfect candidate. He's a special effect. Thank you, Jeffrey. Let us open the room for discussion. May I start by saying that the narration for this audiobook is some of the best I have ever listened to. I'll second that, Sir Hector. Oliver was just awesome. What a talent. Every character's voice was as distinct as a trout in a bathtub. Well, it is an Earphones Award winner, Audiophile Magazine. Truly, c'est bon. I believe that, um, uh, Oliver Wyman. Oui, him. I believe that there was very good. This award was well deserved. I think. Well, I suppose I must give this lad his due. His voice was the only thing that stopped me from strangling myself with my headphones. 
Well, that's high praise from you, Bob. Because the story was pure shite. And there it is. In my opinion, well, I was not driving to Israel myself. I agree with Mon Opinionated on me that this was not a very good story. What in tarnation are you talking about? This was an awesome story. I was on the edge of my saddle the whole time. If you compare it to... But it was ridiculous. They had no business calling this nonsense a thriller. That loony bug in the brain idea was pure science fiction. This story could totally happen sometime in the near future. Are you daft? They may as well have included bloody Martians. Actually, I read an article recently. Angry little man is wrong. This technology was developed by the KGB before they were dissolved. Mob bosses use this now. Good for controlling employees. Okay, well I'll admit the idea makes for a good yarn. I can't really believe that you can just reprogram somebody by putting a chip in their noggin. That's crazy. Well, I think is true. I know this because I'll hold my head. I could not say anymore. Anyway, you know the authors have done their research. That lab in India was amazing. Moving on. Now hold on. I have an opinion, and by God, I'm going to express it. <sighs> Very well, Geronimo. What is it? Finally! Ah, I think, uh, that is, I... Yeah, I was interrupted so many times, I forgot. <laughs> Fine, then we shall move on. I believe that the character development was some of the best that we have listened to. I must agree with the incandescent genius of... Smee, you promised to control yourself. I mean, I agree, Sir Hector. Of course you do. Quelle surprise. Really, I do. I think that the character arcs were excellent. They're not wrong, Pierre. However, I do think the story was a little long. It could have had some cuts made to it. I'm glad somebody else said it. Why, if I had said it, it would have been dismissed as a crazy idea. This is why you can't marginalize me like you always have. <laughs> the depths of your personal issues astounds me. I say that they should have cut the whole thing. All right, you ordinary maverick, we get it. You hated it. Myself, I don't think the tale was a little long at all. Likely the in-depth research put into it plumped it up some. He is not wrong. I do think the level of detail is wonderful and needed in this complex story. Most I know of American politics before this from American Idol. My opinion is just as valid as any of you lot. We could always talk about zombies. Yeah, that's right. This story did remind me of zombies. Kazano's basically a zombie. There you go with bloody zombies again! Gentlemen, please. I refuse to lose control of this podcast. Now, let us vote on the audiobook. Menchek. Please go first. Certainly, Sir Hector. I think the narration is very good, so I give a 9 out of 10. As for story, I also think this was good. Was interesting, informative, and totally believable. I give the story a 9 out of 10 as well. Thank you, Menchik. Jeffrey? Well, now that we figured out that it's basically zombies, I'm giving the story a 10 out of 10. It was riveting. The narration was some of the best I've ever heard. I want to give the narrator a 10 out of 10 also. 
writing that down. Thank you, Jeffrey. Bob? Well, as usual, I'm surrounded by insane twits who wouldn't know a good book if I had him in my head. The narration was the only thing that kept this crap story from being a centric to a murder spree. I give the narrator an 8 out of 10, just for bloody managing to get through the entire thing. As for the story, I'll be generous and give it a 3 out of 10. I assume you are alone in that opinion. Au contraire, mon host. Uh, I think Bob is not too far off from the mark. Uh, the narrator, uh, uh, what was his name? Oliver? Oui, him. I think he was very good and saved a weak story. Eight out of ten is fair for this. The story, I'm afraid, lacked a focus and was all over the place. Far too much going on that had nothing to do with the overall plot. Uh, I give it a five out of ten because of that. I will write that down also. Tom, some positivity, I hope. You bet, Sir Hector. This was an awesome tale with some really great characters that was wonderfully wrote. I felt like I knew them all, especially thanks to that narration. I think that deserves a 10 out of 10. The story was really something, but a bit too real for me. So that gets a 9 out of 10. Thank you, Tom. Jay, what are your thoughts? I really loved the narration. Every character had his own personality. Even the female characters were well done. He earned a 10 out of 10 in my books. The story was really good also, but I felt like it was a little long. Like I said before, I'm going to dock it some points for that, and I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. It's like we're on the same wavelength. <laughs> I do think that the overall story loses some points for length. <laughs> I give it an 8 out of 10. I think the narration was good, but I'm a a little more stingy with my praise. He only gets a 9 out of 10 from me. <laughs> I really wish you would wait your turn, Hieronimo. Why? So you can ask me last? <laughs> Joke's on you. Now tell us what Smee thinks so we can move on. <laughs> Smee? Well, in the past, I have always deferred to your judgment. Uh, very well. I give the narration a solid 9 out of 10. I agree that it was very well done and that the range of characters was not only impressive, but of the highest quality. I give the story an 8 out of 10 because I felt it was a tad long. But now therapy has helped me become my own man. I am glad to hear it. I apologize for interrupting you, Smee. No apology necessary, Sir Hector. I will now render my own completely independent judgment. For the solid narration, I give a 9 out of 10. For the slightly overlong story, I give an 8 out of 10. But, uh, that is the same score as the rector. What did you expect from this brand-noising little weasel? Did I match your Hector's scores? I had no idea. Must be a coincidence. Right, well, let me do some math here and come up with the overall scores. Looks like we have a 9.1 out of 10 for narration. That's an excellent score. As for the story, we have a 7.5 out of 10. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We as a group would like to recommend this audiobook. It's worth listening to for the narration alone, and there's a pretty good political thriller that comes along with it. That is all we have for you today in this third episode of the Dog Days of Advent, so without any further ado, from all of us here at Masterpiece Audio Theatre, we wish you a good evening and a good night.
been listening to Empath Studios' presentation of Masterpiece Audio Theater. This special edition is for the Dark Days of Advent. This episode was written by J.G. Lenjans and Gary Buzzard. Sound clips are from GarageBand, and they can be found in their samples library. We can be found at nimlast.org, or you can email us at j at jglinejams.com. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0, unported license. Thanks for joining us. Thank <laughs> you.